Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Data Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse radio frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us once again. We are live. We are in full effect right here on the Energy Flight. Like the best time of your week ahead of time. I'm doing a sound check. All right, y'all. Thank you for I can be heard. Let's get it. It is your world healer, the dark and lovely Astro Tarot Goddess. And we are jumping in. We're jumping straight in today. It's a week, a week and a half away from our first eclipse of this eclipse season, summer 2017, and there's just a lot to dive into. We've got to finish out um, the astrology for the rest of this week so you guys will know what's going on uh, while the moon is in Libra officially, and uh, as well as what's going on in the week ahead, okay? So let's get it. I definitely don't want to go too far like I did last week before we honor, revere, and remember our righteous divine ancestors. Without them, we wouldn't be here. And I definitely want to acknowledge Brother Ampu for his generosity in this fine Leo season to allow us to uh, broadcast yet another week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Brother Ampu. Thank you to all of those who have already ordered Eclipse um, packages. I've gotten a few more um, requests this past week. For those of you that made requests this week, I will be starting on those and processing those, processing those on Monday. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you always to my dear precious um, Mama Dada's Mama's baby. Wow. I mean, this has been quite a journey that I never... <laughs> I never expected. I mean, we're going on years now, going strong week in and week out, and it's just been an amazing experience to walk alongside you guys and stay ahead on this divine journey. We're going to keep that train rolling. Thank you, thank you, thank you to each and every listener. I see y'all. I see y'all. I appreciate it. The love is real. The love is strong. And... uh, it's my divine pleasure to just be a part of this whole uh, journey of staying ahead, utilizing astrology as a healing tool. And now, as your world healer, we're incorporating tar- tarot, and that's been amazing. I didn't do a full spread pool um, this week. I'm going to um, kind of utilize the spread from last week, to what I, but I did pull a, a card, and it feeds right off of last week. Uh, So I think you'll be real interested to hear how that merges into the energies we're coming up into this 
week ahead. Some highlights in our week ahead that we're going to be discussing. Sunday, um, rising, uh, the first quarter moon in Scorpio. Y'all know if y'all have been listening to me for any length of time that these first quarter moons always denote a shift, a change. A quarter moon is a 90-degree angle just like any corner in your house. So you can only go straight for so long, then you got to turn the corner. That's the shift we're going to be sensing as we start out our week ahead on Sunday. So get ready, get ready. It's in Scorpio that is all about transformation. It's all about all things extreme. It's a water sign, so it's all about emotion. And so that's one of the highlights in our week ahead there on Sunday, July 30th. We've also got Venus ingressing shifting and moving out of the mutable sign of Gemini, where our love natures, which is what Venus represents, are our natures as it relates to what we value and appreciate and love. Um, that shifting out of Gemini, which denotes this energy of variety and mutability into Cancer, which is a cardinal sign. And it's the first water sign, okay, and this is a sign of home and mother and breast and, you know, the, the, the homey feeling of just being a baby and laying on your mother's breast and that just being, you know, the only place you want to be. You, so it's that energy of being at home within our emotions. Once again, it's the water sign as well in addition to this Scorpio quarter moon energy. So the week ahead has got some shifts and turns involved, and a lot of it's got to do with our emotions, okay? Um, Scorpio says it's going to be extreme. And Venus entering Cancer, now wherever Venus transits, it's bringing with it ease, okay? It's bringing with it comfort. Venus brings the beauty. Venus brings the pleasure, okay? So that should... Whatever shifts are powerfully occurring there around Sunday, Monday, uh, that's gonna the ingress of Venus into Cancer is gonna happen Monday rising around the same time. So that should bring some sort of a mild release as it relates to all things related to uh, our social lives and um, our associations. Okay. And those people, and cancer is the people that feel like home to us. I was just describing the cancerian energy of home. And it's also the people that feel like family, okay, and the energy of that, and the energy of feeling supported, supporting our own selves emotionally if it doesn't have to do with anybody else. And if it does have to do with someone else, uh, feeling supported by others, okay. And Venus bringing that ease there. It's specifically going to talk about those people, not everybody, not anybody, not the frenemies. Those aren't people that feel like family or that support us, you know, not them. It's a distinct difference. Additionally, in our week ahead, while we're talking about shifts and changes, Thursday, August the 3rd, early, early rising, we've got the Uranus retrograde setting off the next five months for us to internalize when any planet retrogrades, all everything internalizes and it hits a lot closer to home, okay? And so this energy of change, this energy of revolution, this energy of 
invention, this energy of thinking outside of the box is going to be internalized with us and we're not going to be able to shake it until we satisfy this need that's going to be very felt inside of us to make necessary changes to evolve to even on a, on a certain note with the part that you're in this ruling rebellion to rebel rebel it doesn't have to be a bad thing but in certain areas of our life we may need to start taking a stand and and taking the stand on behalf of who we are authentically as uh, our original selves. When I think about Uranus, I think about our fingerprints. That's one of the things that makes us unique and authentically and originally us. And so it's going to be t- over this five-month period, we're going to be, it's going to be pulled out of us from the internal inside out, okay? Uranus is in Aries, so that's rebellion on fire, <laughs> okay? initiating this rebellion in certain parts of our lives that need a new, fresh, revitalizing breakthrough energy, okay? And uh, at the very end of the week, we've got, we finally got the Jupiter square Pluto that I've been mentioning to you guys. So Uranus retrograde is going to kind of be incorporated in that because if you've been following astrology for any length of time, you've heard about the ominous Pluto-Uranus square, dun-dun-dun. And it went exact. I believe the last time it went exact was in 2015. Uh, yeah, 2015. And it's been in a loose square ever since then. It's still squaring, but it's just looser. So this Jupiter square Pluto is triggering that. You see how it's all kind of coming together, and I'll break it down even more as we jump into the week ahead. Before we get into the week ahead, wow, I see some callers on the line. And so let me go ahead and take a couple of calls and then we'll get to it, okay? All right, let's see here. All right, callers from the 561, you're live and on the air with your world healer, peace. Okay, can you hear me? You're on mute. Maybe you didn't exactly mean to raise your hand. If you press one on your keypad, that means you're raising your hand, and I'll go ahead and pick up the line. Let's get with the caller from 502. You're live and on the air with your world healer. Peace, caller. Five oh two, you there? All right, it's no problem. I was watching a broadcast last night with the the peace dealer, <laughs> one of my favorite astrologers, and oh, my heart was just breaking because uh, the Mercury, as y'all know, I mentioned to you last week, Mercury is officially in the zone, baby. Mercury is in the retrograde zone, and so things are. This is what is considered the pre-shadow period. Um, by the way, call us on the 561 and 502. I'll double check just to make sure there's not any technical things going on. I'll check back with you on the line um, a little later just to make sure you didn't have anything you wanted to add or ask. Uh, but, yeah, he, it was just, I mean, interference and couldn't, couldn't see him. Then you couldn't hear him. And he was just breaking down. Come on, Mercury is retrograding in the sign of Virgo at that, which is a Mercury world sign. So that's why I was mentioning to y'all last week, this is the time 
to catch up on that paperwork, catch up on those bills, anything mercurial-related. Anything mercurial-related is related to communication. It's related to travel. If you have any travel plans coming up, make sure you double and triple check the details of the travel so you don't end up checking in, getting ready to thinking you're getting ready to embark upon your journey and you get a rude awakening or a rude message or a, you know, a message that the communication got interfered with, okay? That's the key. That's the kicker. That's the preview of coming attractions I was mentioning last week. Things that are going on at the point that Mercury went into the zone, let me double check so I can tell y'all exactly, that happened this past Monday, July the 24th, 10, 15 a.m. Central, it entered the shadow at 28 degrees Leo. So anything relating to these mercurial areas of our lives, movement, travel, communications, any device you utilize to communicate, computer, uh, phone, um, anything relating to travel, plans, any information you gather, double check that that stuff is right. Don't let anybody just tell you something and you take their word on the strength. Not now. Not with Mercury retrograding in one of its rules and one of the signs it rules Virgo. And what is Virgo talking about? The details. The devil's in the details. You can't forsake the fine print right now. Um, if you're if you're signing a contract, you're in some negotiations. Make sure you're not allowing vague negotiations to go on. Not even in your intimate relationships. Make sure you get real clear on what the agreement is, so it can't be said later on when Mercury's crossing back over this degree for a second time after it turns retrograde and crossing over it a third time when it stations direct after it's finished its retrograde cycle. So try on this end of it, before we get the second and third pass of it, try on this end of it to be clear. That feeds right into a lot of the energies we're going to be discussing today. Just as a recap, I remember, if you recall, last week, uh, in the tarot spread. What did I tell y'all that future card was? It's not the future anymore because we're in the future now. But last week, the future card was the only no card that came up. Remember, five of swords, no. Also, five of swords, change. That's the, that's the star of this show. Today, you're in its retrograde, change. First quarter moon in Scorpio, change. I got one more change. I know I do. Oh, yeah, Venus entering into a new sign out of Gemini Cancer. Change, okay? And even Jupiter square Pluto. Pluto is about transformation, the very energy that governs Scorpio where we're having the first quarter moon in. So it's changed. And we start the week out, it's a lesser aspect. It's sextile, but an aspect nonetheless that we start the entire week ahead out on where we're covering Sunday, uh, July the 30th through Saturday, August the 5th. On July 30th, before the first quarter moon, we've got a Venus sextile to Uranus, the planet of change. Right before Uranus retrograde, it sextiles Uranus. So that's a key word. And we knew that last week because the cards never lie. And it, it told us we're coming into a time of change. We didn't know how far into the future, but that reigns so true. We're coming into a time, we were coming into a time of change. 
where we were going to have to fight back. No, remember? Whatever forcefulness, where we're standing up firm and overcoming disappointment and overcoming personal challenges and seeking out and confronting our fears. One thing I want to tap on real quick because of the cards I pulled for this week. I didn't do a full spread. I, I wanted to just pull one card, but Spirit told me to pull out a supporting card on it. And, and by golly, if it wasn't yet another five, the very five we had in our future last week, we got that same five, but this time we got the five of cups, which is Mars and Scorpio. Y'all think that's a coincidence when we're having a first quarter moon that I just told you has a, a, a ring of change to it here in the week ahead because we're going to be turning a corner at a quarter moon. And we have in Scorpio, and we have the nerve to pull the Scorpio, Mars and Scorpio card for the overall energy for our week ahead. And what is the five of cups telling us? It's another card, any five in the tarot deck, fives and tens. You pull a five, you pull a ten, you, that's guaranteed change, guaranteed. Now, uh, change isn't necessarily a key word that stands out about the five of cups that governs our week ahead, but it does tell us and remind us that all is not lost. And it's, and it's going to be a change of heart with the cups. The cups talk about emotional energy, and it's going to be a change of heart. Uh, and it's supported, the supporting part that I put for it is the Queen of Swords, which is in the same suit as the Five of Swords that was in the future card for last week that represents change. So what? So what? what's the message here? And I'll, I'll elaborate more on it, I'm sure, later. But I just want to give you a preview as we, as we jump into some of this astrology so you can keep this energy, these spirit messages that clearly are not lying in mind. So the five carries over. We're still changing. But now instead of changing, having a change of mind where we're able to stand up firm and say no and fight back, five of cups is saying we're having a change of heart and we're recognizing that even though, if you look on the imagery of the card, that even though three of those cups are knocked over and we're filling some of the key words of the five of cups, lost. Okay, anybody feel like they lost something or have been losing their grip on something as it relates to cups, emotions, uh, uh, relationships? Anybody been feeling regret, jealousy, or ill will, be it coming from you or being directed at you? Anybody been grieving? That's that's more of that loss where you're having to. We are wrapping up. This eclipse season is telling us that we are wrapping up the last six months. We're wrapping up the last six months now with this full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius on August the seventh. So maybe you're feeling like I'm having to let stuff go. I'm really having to let it go now. Like, I've been trying to let it go, but now I'm really going to have to let it go because the, this is full moon lunar eclipse energy is saying, oh, baby, we put in a pen in the last six months because the solar eclipse new moon in Leo, the second Leo new moon that is a solar eclipse on August 21st, says we are embarking upon an entirely new journey for the next six months. Okay? And then, you know, we haven't discussed it on the show yet, but Jupiter is ingressing into a new sign after eclipse season. Jupiter's been in Libra 
And Jupiter is about to move into Scorpio. So it's going to be a whole nother. And Jupiter has a 12-year cycle. Jupiter ain't going to be back in Libra for 12 years. So that's a cycle that's winding down and out. So here's this Five of Cups card that's saying, yeah, we're having to let a lot of stuff go, but it's two cups left. So we need to consider a change of heart where we're not focusing on these cups that are spilled over. We're not crying over spilled milk. And we're utilizing this energy of change that's saying, okay, let's start to think outside of the box here. Let's start to look at things from a new perspective. Let's allow some insight, some flashes of awareness, some eureka moments, some breakthroughs to happen in our mind, five of cups and five of fours in the future position last week that led into this five of cups this week, where we are saying, okay, all is not lost. We can overcome disappointment. We can overcome loss. We can overcome personal challenges. We can overcome regret. Okay? We don't have to grieve forever. And so Five of Cups is talking about some strong emotions. You ain't got to tell me. (laughs) We're dealing with strong emotions right now. You don't have to tell me. I know all about it in my own personal life. Trust me. But the Five of Cups is about readjustment, and, and it's also about po- possibly needing to withdraw in order to facilitate some of these changes. You, you may have to, just like that Five of Swords said last week, we may have to distance ourselves from the battlefield mentally last week in order to reflect. And this week with the emotions and the cups is saying something similar. We may have to withdraw from being so tied into those three cups that spilled over and withdraw our emotional energy from it long enough to make some very necessary readjustments. And the Queen of Swords, as a supporting card, says it's going to be this mind and heart thing together, okay? We're not totally leaving the Five of Swords energy into last week. The fact that we got the Five of Cups draws it into this week and the fact that the queen of swords that's supporting the five of cups is, is even more so uh, saying we're pulling that energy in where it's the battlefield truly is the mind right now and making some shifts in the week ahead. We're going to get an ample opportunity to do that. I've already gave y'all, given you all a preview of a lot of the shifts and changes that are coming up next week, and we're going to continue to get these opportunities presented to us to Try out a different way. I told y'all last week that with this new moon in Leo, this first one, the one we're living through right now as the moon is waxing every day, gaining intensity and strength as we lead right up to this August 7th full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius. And this new moon season, I told y'all the chart of the Leo new moon had a square, has a square to Uranus. I've already told y'all a few times in this show already that Uranus equals change. And so that's just a theme running through the course of this 28-day period. And a lot of this change is going to be mental. The fact that I pulled the Queen of Swords, it just screams making a different decision. That's a mental process. 
okay? That's going to be necessary. I just told you Mercury is already in the retrograde zone. Do you really want to have Mercury pass over three times a, a bad decision that you made? Oh, well, I just couldn't help it. I was feeling some strong emotions, and I cussed three people out today. Okay, you're going to revisit that in the coming month and a half. Really? Is that what you want to do? Well, I, I was in my feelings. I was grieving, and, and I was feeling lost and regret, and I was feeling these strong emotions, and, and I just, you know, I cut up all of his clothes and threw them in the street and lit them on fire, you know. Do you really want to revisit that in the form of a court date? or in the? That's what I mean about it coming back to you. So if you've got to be, Mercury rules the mind. These sword cards rule the mind, okay? And so this queen of swords is governed by Libra, and Venus rules Libra. Throw some, be easy. I, t- I told y'all when I was talking about Venus ingressing into cancer, Venus brings the ease and the comfort. Be easy. I know it's not easy right now. There's intense emotions leading up to this full moon lunar eclipse. There's intense, intense emotions with us wrapping up the last six months. I get it. I'm in the midst of it myself. But the beautiful thing, what's so interesting, I got some words of wisdom while we're talking about Venus entering into cancer. I got some words of wisdom from a cancer today that really helped. I, I, y'all know stuff comes to me early. <laughs> so I got my Venus and Cancer energy, a, a preview of it even today, where I was feeling really strong about something, and I was ready to roll some heads. <laughs> and, you know, it, the wisdom was, you know, to consider these various different aspects of what could be going on. Don't be so quick, which uh, I didn't mention in a lot of detail last week, but yesterday we had uh, the Sun-Mars con- sun conjunction go exact, okay? And so that, y'all are feeling that too. We are feeling that too. Sun aligned with Mars, four degrees Leo. We're definitely more passionate, more courageous, more aggressive, I mean, we're ready to pounce right now. That's the energy that's, like, powerfully in the air. It's the sun that governs Leo in Leo. It's Mars that, like Leo, governs a, like the Leo energy, Mars governs a, another fire sign, Aries. So we full of fire right now, period and point blank. We're direct. We're frank. We're assertive. On the low vibration, we can be aggressive. We're instinctively taking action when and where necessary. And we have access with the sun and with the Leo energy to be creative. That's what I'm saying. We can readjust, even with strong, adjust, strong emotions. The five of cups is reconfirming it. We can readjust. Hell, I told you it's the Mars and Scorpio card. That's fire, too. So... Um, I didn't get to finish last week before the the sun aligned with Mars on yesterday. Tuesday, Mercury entered Virgo, okay? I mentioned that briefly last week that right after Mercury went into the retrograde zone, it was going to go into enter into Virgo, and that's the sign it's going to retrograde through. And so that's 
that's that feeds into these cards, y'all. That's why we can't pop off, okay, with these strong emotions that the Five of Cups is talking about. That's why we may have to withdraw five or four. We may have to distance ourselves from the battlefield. That's what I had to do today. I was so wrapped up in my strong emotions that I I needed an outside entity <laughs> to remind me, okay, this is not your battlefield to even be on. But I'm so passionate about the subject at hand, I, I needed to catch myself to be reminded that's not even my battlefield to be on and distance myself from that very battlefield long enough to what? The five of swords says long enough to reflect. Okay, the Five of Cups says withdraw long enough to what with these strong emotions, long enough to make a readjustment, long enough to realize that I got there's two cups left, long enough to realize there's something valuable left. Why don't I focus on the cups that are still upright instead of the ones that are spilled over? Mercury entering into Virgo here on uh, just two days ago on Tuesday, uh, 6.41 p.m. Central, it wants us to, to slow down and distance ourselves long enough to make sure when we do pull this queen of swords out and we get ready to slice some heads, that we are right and exact. If you pull that sword out while you're all up in your emotions, while you're studying them three cups that spilled over, just seething and angry and festering, you might slice the wrong head. You might slice the wrong head. And so Mercury and Virgo wants us to be precise. So like I said, when this retrograde occurs, or as it's occurring, since we're already in the shadow period, pre-shadow period, then we don't have to be working on fixing a mistake because we distance ourselves and we withdrew long enough to make sure we were this Virgo energy of being precise. No, you know a Virgo? <laughs> they are some of the, they, they just, it's this energy where you just want to get it right. They, they tend to be critical because they want to fix things, okay? That's why they analyze and they're into the details. That's what I was mentioning before about the energy, Okay? If you if you slow down long enough, and I know that's like how are you going to tell us to slow down when the sun is conjunct Mars in Leo and it's fire on fire and I'm ready to go and Uranus is square the new moon and it's about to set your retro. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to be impulsive right now. I get it. I feel it. I have a lot of energy in my chart that allows me to feel, and I tend to feel stuff ahead of time. Let me help you out because I get it. You, you want to do something. You want to make a power move right now. So let me help you out. With the sun being aligned with Mars right now, uh, and, and it being aligned, uh, it just went exact, but it, it was aligned in the chart for the new moon, so it's going to run through this 28 days. Um, what you can do with that energy is apply that powerful, the strong energy to something creative, especially with this Uranus energy of change looming over us. Why don't you get, why don't we get creative and, and allow some 
fresh, this Uranus energy of these fresh insights. Uranus is the energy of being, of invention. Okay, think about our our dear ancestor George Washington Carver. He took a peanut, a peanut, and he made hundreds of things out of a peanut that ain't nobody even ever heard of before that point. He took something that everybody else saw as simply a nut, and but he saw more with it, okay? That's what I'm encouraging you to do. Put that energy into something creative and productive and, and, and uh, I want to say, ingenuity, you know, um, and alchemy and transforming, especially during the week ahead. I just told you we're having a first quarter moon in Scorpio. We're all going to have to turn an energetic corner. You might as well utilize that powerful, intense. Mars is the ancient ruler of Scorpio. So the Martian energy that I'm talking about here with the sun being aligned with Mars is only going to intensify in our week ahead. You might as well figure out now what to do with it that's not going to cause you to have to live with regrets and mistakes and possible, you know, accidents and and, and hopefully not, law enforcement, come on. You're going to have to figure out something productive to do with it so it doesn't go real wrong real quick, out of nowhere, because you're in the says it could happen in an instant. You're in the says it could be sudden and unexpected. Why don't you initiate the sudden and unexpected energy and do and, and get creative and, and think in an original way? I'm going to give you a hint. If you've done it in a certain way in the past, that's probably not going to be it. That's probably not going to be it because that's not going to be original. That's not going to be inventive at all. Been there, done that. Infuse some new energy. If you need to get it out, physical activity is always going to be preferred to burn up a lot of energy. You know, this just may be the season you need to take off walking, running, jogging, okay, uh, if you're in a relationship with somebody that you trust, Mars is sexual energy. That will burn it up, okay? Be, if you're not ready to, to for all the, this is Leo season, okay? That's about children and creation along with creative pursuits. So if you're not, you know, wanting that as an outcome, be mindful of that. Sudden and unexpected. It can't be that unexpected. You know what's going to happen if you have sex to plan. Productive. Come on. You you might produce something. Um, but the sun being aligned with Mars wants us to express ourselves, express what we want. That's the sun, what we want. Express what we want through these margin physical activities. You can only go so long, and that's what you're in this retrograde in the week ahead as it, you know, over the course of five months is really going to show us, especially since it's in Aries, which is margin ruled. Y'all see how this whole tapestry weaves together? This is, these things don't happen in vacuums. It's all occurring to paint this picture for us. Can you see it? So the actions that we're taking are becoming really important, and that goes back to the sword, the mental, the Mercury retrograde, Mercury in Virgo. The actions that we're taking are going to be based on the thoughts that we're thinking. Before we ever do something, it was a thought in our minds. 
and before and, and our thoughts and our emotions are so interlinked. That's what the cards in our week ahead are telling us. And the Queen of Swords says to be mature. Be mature. It's so easy to just pop off. I wanted to pop, I've been wanting to pop off all week. <laughs> but I got real creative and I got a lot of stuff done and I'm 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 gonna I'm actually gonna let off a lot of energy this weekend. I got I got dancing on the mind. I'm gonna get that I'm giving y'all some ideas now. I'm 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 letting off some physical energy. I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna be around the, the when I'm talking about Venus and Cancer and the people that support you, the people that feel like family, that feel like home, that's when you can let that energy out and you don't have to worry about slapping off on somebody. You're not going to slap off on the people that love and support you. So these are some suggestions on how to release without getting yourself into trouble, okay? Uh, Also, this sun-Mars energy is really powerful and beautiful and ideal, for anything you want to start. Mars governs Aries, the very first sign of the zodiac. So if you need to start something while the sun is aligned with Mars and while that energy is coloring the whole next 28 days, work it. If you need to initiate something, put it in there. Maybe what you need to initiate is a new thought process. So you can initiate some new actions that stem from those thought processes. And if and I'm I'm saying new because of the margin energy governing that first sign, the sign of newness, new season, new astrological year when Aries time comes around. And I'm saying that to for you to appease this year and this energy too that's coloring our twenty eight days since it was squaring the new moon in Leo since it is squaring the new moon in Leo, and since it's stationing retrograde in the week ahead after it sextiles Venus. So there's a lot of energy. We're in a new moon season. There's a lot of energy surrounding something new, and, and it's a passionate energy. We're in the time of Leo, living passionately from an open heart, generously from an open heart, proudly from an open heart. And, and and when you're talking about Leo, you're supposed to be enjoying it. It's the sign of fun. It's the sign of our inner child coming out to play, not fight. If you feel like you want to fight somebody, I have a hint for you. You really want to do something else. You probably want to fuck. That's why Mars will say it. Okay. <laughs> And if you're not having sex, you need to be letting off that energy some kind of productive way. Let me give you another hint. Since Mars governs Aries, first sign, sign of the first house, which is the house of self, you may need to work alone. You may need to work alone. You may, you may need to, if you can't, let's just say this. Okay, if you're not very athletic or you're not really interested in going to let some steam off jogging or running or working out and you don't have a, a primary partner that you feel comfortable having sex with, okay, fine. you got to get it out somehow. What you may need to do is have, take, take some alone time. Work alone. 
if you're having to work with others at this time and you're repressing sexual energy because you're not working out, you're not having sex, you're not doing anything productive and constructive with your energy, let me give you a hint. You probably don't need to be around a whole bunch of people this season. Especially with eclipses going on, you may need to work alone. I'm not saying be a recluse and be weird and be lonely. I'm saying if you know you got some repressed energy and you ready to pop off and snap at any given moment, you may need to work alone. You definitely want to remain conscious of how you're being perceived by others. If they can feel that, I'm telling you, people, it's, it, it, if you're sexually frustrated, if you're repressing margin energy and you don't have an outlet, you ain't going dancing, you ain't working out in the yard. I know it's hot, y'all. I know it's hot. You're probably not working out in the yard. If you're not, you know, infusing fresh energy into your home, maybe working on projects around the house, I would recommend you get out, do something. If it's too hot to work out outside, I highly recommend checking out. Hey, I just told you, you're in this energy, this energy of doing something new wants to be satisfied anyway, and I'm suggesting that you do something you've never done before, something inventive out of the box, outside of the box, outside of your comfort zone. If it, if it feels uncomfortable, that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing right now. Nobody said it will be easy. I just told you the new moon is squaring Uranus. That's a challenge. A square is a challenge. I told you when I was mentioning the quarter moon in the week ahead, which is also a square, that it means you may have to turn a corner if you go straight long enough. In, when you're inside of a building, you're going to hit a wall. When you hit that wall, you're not going to have a choice unless you've got supernatural powers that allow you to walk through that mud. You're going to have to turn. That's the square. New moon in Leo square, you're in it says you may have to turn a corner when it comes to thinking outside of the box. If it's uncomfortable, if this feeling's like uncomfortable, and I don't mean uncomfortable, something in your gut is telling you something is wrong. I mean uncomfortable like, ooh, you mean I got to get up off this couch from watching TV and actually go do something physical? Because I'm here to tell you, Mars and energy is not satisfied by you sitting on no couch. Mars is about action. Mars is about physicality. Mars is about sports. Mars is about fighting. Mars is about screwing. <laughs> Mars wants to do something. And maybe you're being called to do something you haven't done before. That is highly likely in this season. And I'm telling you to remain conscious of how you're being perceived by others because if you're carrying around energy that you're not letting off and you're low-key frustrated or high-key frustrated, you've got your resting bitch face, like, in place, and people can tell there's something wrong with you, that means you're just a you're just a, a a new moon square Uranus moment away from a sudden unexpected event, possibly an accident happening when you could have infused the Uranus energy on a high vibration yourself by initiating and infusing inventive ingenuity and change and breakthrough and freshness and revitalizing energy into any stale and dead parts of your life on your own. If your sex life is stale, hey, 
it's time and we're in a new moon season. The moon is waxing in our favor. Any new initiative, any new intention, any new action seeds that we're sowing are only going to be supported fully and wholly by the omniverse leading up to this full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius that is ruled by Uranus that wants to show us fully a new thing, a revitalized thing, some breakthrough in our life. Work with the energy, not against it. Don't fight the square. Turn with the square. Shift with the shift. If things are falling, the, we, I just got to telling you all about the five of cups. If it's three cups filled over, fuck them cups. If two still left standing, what you going to do? Don't do what you did with the other three. They got spilled over. Do something new. Do something different. The Queen of Swords says rely on yourself. That's the margin energy right there aligned with this sun saying you may, want, you may prefer to walk alone in this season. You may not find the cooperation and cohesion with trying to do something with a group of people or even another person. I'm living that out in my own life now. And where other people are not being cooperative, I'm having to relegate myself to the idea of, guess what, just like that cancer told me today, you cannot wait on other people to be on a high vibration. What you also cannot do is join them on the lower vibration, or then that then you got <laughs> two lower vibrational fools walking around here. You may need to work alone infusing this new energy, high vibrational energy, and then that will draw them. That will either draw them or it will, just like this eclipse season is suggesting, it's going to draw a line in the sand. It may be some stuff over the past six months that you're not going to be able to carry with you into the next six months. Hey, so goes eclipse season. It happens twice a year. It's coming up again in January, February of 2018. That's a, that's a heads up and a preview. It's happening again. It's going to happen twice a year for the rest of your existence and after. So get used, get used to the, especially when you're in this retrograde coming up in the, in the week ahead for the next five months, ending around the same time, I believe in January 2018. Get used to the idea that it's time to make some shifts. It's time to initiate. Sun conjunct Mars coloring all these 28 days is saying it's time to initiate some changes. Why? I'm going to give you yet another reason. I've given you plenty already. Because at the end of this 28 days, what we what are we going to have? Yep, we have a solar new moon eclipse. In Leo, the second new moon in Leo that is a solar eclipse on August the 21st that is, a new, that is setting off the next six months. So why don't you go ahead and get intimately acquainted and fall in love with change, not changing anybody else, changing your mind with these sword cards. Changing who, who you rely on, because the Queen of Swords says rely on yourself. Rely on your own ability, your ability to make a different decision, your ability to make a mature decision, your ability to speak up and speak out. That's why I'm saying watch these Mercury and Virgo details. 
before you allow these strong, this strong, passionate energy of Sun, Mars, aligned in Leo, this Five of Cups, strong emotions, Mars and Scorpio, we're having a first quarter moon in our week ahead on Sunday in Scorpio. Before you pop off and get into an accident, before you pop off and lose your temper, before you pop off or, or even not pop off, because like I said, for the people that's repressing this energy, you're not getting it out, you're not having sex, you're not working out, you're not dancing, you're not releasing creative energy, you sitting around uh, scrolling through social media, you sitting around watching people pop off on TV, watching uh, what they call them, reality shows. All right. It's building. It's bubbling. Everybody's not releasing their energy. I know I told y'all a few weeks ago, <laughs> I know somebody that broke their hand because they were mad. They hit a wall. They don't even have a cool story to tell about how they broke their hand. They had been pinning up aggression, and it came out in a silly sports game. They were mad that they missed a shot and hit a wall. Now, what y'all think that is? That's called pent-up aggression. You're not mad at that wall. That wall didn't do a goddamn thing to you. you mad at something else, but you don't feel like you can let it out. So you letting it out and and have an accident. Now you gotta have surgery to line your your fingers back up right. So I'm telling y'all, I'm telling us, I'm reminding myself of this. But like I told y'all, I was ready to slice some heads today, and I had to be reminded that I've got to channel this energy into something productive. Something good can come out of this frustration. If you've got a lot of built-up sexual energy, guess what? You could probably have sex and get pregnant or get somebody pregnant. Is that what you're supposed to be doing with your sexual energy? I don't know. You need to check in. But you've got to do something. You've got to do something with it. And, and Mercury and Virgo is saying, and these sports cards are saying, make a mature decision, please. Make a decision that's going to benefit you. Queen of Swords is about self-discipline. Before you pop off, before you slice heads, before you bust a cap, think. Look at those two cups that are still standing and say, what, what can I do with these two cups? Let me, let me roll on, y'all, because it's, it's, the picture is just getting more and more beautiful. As you understand and understand and understand what's playing out, you can make a, a powerful decision. Uh, the moon is officially in Libra. It's so crazy. The, the sun has to be in Leo aligned with Mars because under no other time with the moon in Libra would I be this crucified. <laughs> So the moon is in Libra right now. Libra is Venus ruled. I've mentioned that before because the Queen of Swords is a very card of Libra. That's why it's the supporting card to our tarot pool tonight. And so this is actually a time. That's why it's so funny because moon and Libra is supposed to be like, relax. 
and, you know, um, harmonizing and um, a good energy to, like, you know, just bring that ease to social situations and our ease to our communication. It's a really good energy to make amends or compromise, and it, 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 it has been playing out. It entered Libra at 10.37 a.m. Central uh, today. And that's pretty much what was going on. Like I told you, I was ready to slice some heads and, you know, leave us this energy where you can see both sides. And as I was able to, you know, once again, distance myself from the battlefield and, you know, withdraw momentarily long enough to see the other side, see, you know, um, another point of view, then I was able to restore balance. Libra is about balance. You see the scale. So I was, I was able to balance that out and bring a little ease and a little comfort to my mind, allowing some of this fresh year and its energy to say, hmm, what can I do with this energy? Because my passion is still there about what I was passionate about earlier. But, you know, I, let a little, I deflated a little bit of the air long enough to come up with a higher thought about the situation. So um, it's a really good energy to resolve relationship issues. Um, the moon doesn't go void in Libra until Saturday uh, afternoon, 4.30 p.m. Central. It only goes void for about three hours, and then bam, <laughs> Saturday night, 7.23 p.m. Central, the moon enters Scorpio. Yes, this very same Scorpio of our Mars and Scorpio Five of Cups card and this very same Scorpio uh, that on the very next day, Sunday, we're having the first quarter moon in. So like I was saying before when I was mentioning this shift that's going to be happening in our week ahead, I'm still wrapping up our current week right now, but it's going to be based on this Scorpio energy, which is going to be really, it's intense, it's deep, it's about secrets. The, when I was mentioning to y'all last week and weeks and weeks and weeks ago about this Mars opposition to Pluto, Pluto rules Scorpio, I told you, Mars sex standing across from Pluto, secret, is the reason why that after this full moon in Capricorn we had this past month, all these sexual secrets started popping out, just like I told y'all, including things of a pedophiliac nature. Now, I know these women associated with R. Kelly are technically of age, but it, it doesn't have to be that. Any sexual secret, just like Usher and everybody else, they're popping out. So with this moon, with the uh, Saturday evening as the moon enters Scorpio, things are going to get deep. They're going to get intense. They're even more so than they already have been. Sun and Mars aligned in Leo, already passionate, already intense. Moon entering Scorpio, we're going to step it up 85,000 notches because Scorpio governs everything extreme. So it's not going to step up a couple of notches. It's going to step up a whole bunch of emotional notches, moon, mood, emotions, entering an area of water, intense emotions, strong emotions, Mars and Scorpio, five of cups, the cards don't lie. That's what I was asking the cards about the week ahead. And so you know this Scorpio energy is going to be something, and we getting knee-deep into it Saturday night. Saturday, once again, <laughs> make sure you around some people you can kind of let loose with so you ain't got to worry about a whole bunch of BS, okay? 
this ain't really the time. I wouldn't be going on a first date <laughs> Saturday night unless you just like living on the edge like that. Scorpio rules secrets. I just told you. Pluto, Scorpio, secrets, mysterious, behind the veil. You can't see it all. If you want to see everything, you're going to have to dig extra deep. You're going to have to get really intense. You're going to have to excavate. You're going to have to be willing to go into dangerous psychological and emotional territory. This is the same energy where people can be manipulated. This is low vibrational Scorpio. Everybody's not vibrating high on their Scorpio is. This is also some powerful energy to heal under. Maybe you need to have a deep conversation with somebody this weekend before. Maybe that will precipitate the quarter moon in Scorpio shift is it may be moon in a sign means we'll be emotionally satisfied to indulge this energy. So maybe some of us, I don't want to come at y'all from a fear angle, maybe you'll be emotionally satisfied to go deep with somebody, have an intense conversation with I still recommend it be with somebody you trust now. You may not, you can't go deep with everybody. Everybody not going to play fair. Because Scorpio is about control and manipulation too. Okay, so you gotta watch that. You gotta know who you're dealing with. Scorpio is going to talk about what's motivating people. Scorpio is talking about psychology. Somebody might do a psych job on you, and you don't even realize what happened until after the quarter moon. Be like, oh Lord, I've been turned the corner. I didn't even know what's going on. Scorpio is also about transformation. Like I said, there's a healing energy to it as well. Somebody may tell you a secret, and it, you know, transforms you. You may tell a secret to a trusted friend or healer, okay? Scorpio is also about releasing, emotional releasing and purging. Directly opposite Scorpio is Taurus, where we collect. We're collecting things. We're attracting things. That's our point of attraction in Taurus. So on the other side in Scorpio, we're sharing, okay? We're releasing. We're releasing because we're sharing. You may need to get something off. You may need to let something off your emotions, share some emotions with weekend. okay? Pick you somebody you can trust. And you may end up with a healing experience you didn't see coming that really initiates this quarter moon and Scorpio shift that we're going to be going through. Scorpio is also about detoxing, once again, releasing, purging, letting something off. Okay, so this is the energy for that, too. Maybe this weekend, like I said, maybe the sun is still going to be aligned with Mars while the moon is in Scorpio. And I just told you under that energy that you may need to work alone. Maybe the healing work you do this weekend is going to be best done alone. Maybe it is in a trusted group of a, a circle, you know, a sister circle or something like that. But maybe it's going to be alone. Consider that as well. Um, this is, uh, there's also healing and therapeutic properties and energies. Once again, if you get need to get like a deep Tissue massage. A lot of I, I remember uh, I was in a very serious accident, and uh, I, I got really on the track of getting regular massages. At first, it was necessary. It was it was just painful. It was just to be barely be touched. It was so painful. 
And I, at one point, I remember, distinctly remember getting a massage, and well, twice. <laughs> I got some deep tissue work done, and I just cried. I just cried. You could tell it didn't have nothing to do with my muscles <laughs> or my tissue. It was That tissue, when they get deep in that tissue like that, that was hitting on some emotions because I just cried the whole time. And so this is kind of that energy, too, where, you know, the – the the mystery and the secret and the things behind the veil, this may be things you can't see on the surface. Hell, I didn't even know I needed to cry like that. But they got the hitting them, and I, oh, oh, and it just started coming out. Oh, that's this energy. That's this energy. Scorpio is deep. That's a key word. Don't forget it. Deep, intense, Okay. It might uh, there. This is the energy to do research under. This is the energy where you ain't gonna let something go till you figure it out. And once you let it go, you really let it go, because this is coming up from so damn deep that you don't even know where all of it's coming from. That's why it governs secrets. So I'm just giving y'all some key words for how this might play out, and we are up. Officially, yay, in our week ahead, baby. All right, uh, week ahead, Sunday, I already told y'all the first thing we start the week off with is that Venus sticks out to this Uranus energy of change. Yes, the very same Uranus that's about to go retrograde a couple of days later. I'm going to tell y'all that exact time. But 3.04 a.m. Central, Venus sticks out Uranus. It, the last time it sticks out Uranus uh, was the December Christmas, December 25th, 2016, just this past year, and it won't sextile Uranus again until around this same time where Uranus stations retrograde, January, February 2018, around this same time we have the next set of eclipses, January, February 2018, this will happen again on February the 6th, 2018. So y'all kind of see how things that are popping off right now in more ways than one, are impacting impacting us for the next six months plus. You're not making decisions for right now. I, I know a lot of people, that, and it, it, it tends to piss me off because <laughs> I'm like, don't you fucking get it? You don't, you're not this goddamn living for today. You're living for six months from now. You're making decisions that will impact not only you but others for, for now and months to come. So why do you think you can just do any goddamn thing and it don't matter? So that's that sun Mars, y'all. Y'all got to watch me because I'm having sun Mars in my third house, which is about communication. So my strong energy is coming out in my communications, and I'm having to, you know, I told y'all Queen of Swords is about that self-discipline. I got to rein it in from time to time. But, you know, once again, it's not about pinning it up. It's not about repressing it. I get a platform like this so I can let it out. But if, once again, when I was talking about Sun Conjunct Mars, I say you have to be aware how your energy is impacting others. I know for a fact, what did I say, remain conscious of how others are perceiving you. I know for a fact in my own personal history, people used to I'm a super sad, and I got a lot of other fire placements and passionate water placements like Scorpio in my chart 
So I have much experience with people thinking that I'm pissed off, <laughs> that I'm upset, that I'm going off. And it's like, no, I'm just really passionate. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, you know. So I'm keenly aware of how I can come across sometimes. And this is just a time of the year. Just like you, you're having sun and Mars aligned in a particular area of your chart and of your life, and it's coming out. For me, it's third house that's talking about passionate communication. For you, it could be fourth house that's talking about you being extremely passionate in your home, extremely passionate in your emotions. It could be in your fifth house, and that's passion on top of passion because that's the Leo house. So that could be you passionate when you play. You could just be playing and somebody really think that you are going smack, smooth, smack off. And it's like, no, I'm just playing. That really is a real. Now, some people say that BS to uh, try to manipulate you, so there's a distinction there. But it could be playing out in your sixth house where you're really passionate at work. You're working like a motherfucker, just working hard and passionately. Or it could be playing out in your seventh house where you're really passionate about these one. You get one-on-one with somebody, and they they like, okay, dang, dang, you know. Or it could be playing out in a financial area of your life when you're just getting really passionate and aggressive about finances. So I'm just mentioning some different ways this can play out. That's why I appreciate when y'all get with me. I always pick y'all up. So when y'all get with me, I'm able to point this stuff out to y'all, and then you can make a higher, the highest decision that you can make from a conscious perspective. A lot of times these people running around here just unconscious. They just don't know. And so they just wreaking havoc <laughs> all willy-nilly because they have no clue how to, direct, how to best direct their energy. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know what direction to go in. Give somebody some direction, and they, they just might use this sun Mars energy to be productive, to have a creative invention, to produce something that they can be proud of instead of leaving certain aspects of their life in shambles just because they didn't know. Speaking of, I got the link up. I put the link up last week. The very first link in the description box for uh, the episode information is the Eclipse Wisdom Packages. Get at me. It will set you up for the next six months. You're going to have it's a two-part package. You get the first um, part, which is referencing the full moon, lunar eclipse, in Aquarius, August the 7th. The part two is referencing the solar new moon eclipse in Leo, August 21st. You also get horoscopes for your sun, moon, rising sign for both. You also get a tarot pool and a complimentary 30-minute consultation for me to summarize it all for you on a recorded file that you can listen to anytime over the next six months and get a reminder over what is popping off and what you are wrapping up from the past six months and what you're embarking upon in your next six months, okay? All right, y'all. Let's get it. Let's keep it rolling. With Venus sextile urine and starting off the week ahead, that is hopefully going to allow, if, if, you're, if you haven't yet been able to wrap your mind around this Uranus energy of change, the change that the eclipse seasons are wrapping up and bringing uh, to us, um, the change of the first quarter moon, the change of Uranus retrograde, okay, then Venus sextile Uranus should, what did I tell you all about Venus? 
when we started the show talking about Venus going into cancer, Venus brings ease. The same Venus that rules this Libra card, this Venus forward. Venus brings the ease. It should bring ease to the situations we're going through in our lives when we choose to rely on ourselves. It should make it easier. That way we ain't got to worry about getting into it with nobody and popping off because, look, I ain't, even, I ain't even waiting on you to be a functioning, productive other part of this relationship. I ain't even waiting on you to act right and be a productive part of this family. I ain't even waiting on you to decide you want to treat me right. I'm relying on myself. I'm bringing the ease with this Libra, Queen of Swords, with this Venus, Sextile, Uranus. I'm bringing the ease. I'm making it easier on myself in situations in my life by this Sextile to Uranus that says there's an opportunity somewhere. That's what any Sextile is saying. There's an opportunity somewhere to bridge ease and comfort from Venus and Uranus change and excitement. Somehow, some way, we can bring it together. And so uh, expressing ourselves in the context of our social relationships, because Venus governs all of that. If you're going out and sitting up, eating at a restaurant with somebody, just know that's Venus right there. You're doing something super Venus, okay? If you're at home and eating a quality meal that you put together, that's Venus. Venus brings that comfort, comfort food, um, social. You're inviting other people over to eat your comfort food. That's the Venus energy. And Uranus is the breakthrough. It's the change. It's the, uh, the uh, I, want, I keep wanting to say inventiveness because I want y'all to continue to think outside the box, which is Uranus as well, originality, okay? And so it's a really good time. Um, obviously, with Uranus representing something new and Venus being social, it's a good time to make new social connections. I mean, we are in a new moon season. We are being asked with the new moon square to Uranus to step outside of the box and do something we haven't done before. Maybe Venus is referring to your love life and you're being shown an opportunity, sextile, to do something new in the context of your relationship, maybe because of all this Sun-Mars energy and you really need to let that off <laughs> and you need to infuse some new energy in your Venus, <laughs> in your love life, that, you you know, you can get real creative, Leo, and, and, and do that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Um, you also, you know, definitely with Uranus energy, I mentioned that to some people earlier this week, you want to stay open-minded. That's a key word for me, for Uranus. Stay open-minded. Stay flexible. I used to say uh, last year I remember I was saying flex on them, flex, because I'm relating Uranus to the word flexible. That's another key word for Uranus. Stay flexible. Flex on them. If people expecting you to go slap off and, 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 and act a fool, that, that, I'm telling y'all that because that's the situation I'm going through right now. I'm going to switch it up on them. I'm going to urinate it up on them, and I'm going to think outside the box. I'm going to do something that I not I don't usually do, and I am going to switch it up. In the context, love relationships don't have to be romantic. It can be loved ones. It can be family. It can be people not related to you, okay? Venus rules Libra, like I said earlier. And, and Libra rules the seventh house. That's any other person outside of you, okay? It can even be your shadow self. So um, 
if this could be a time where even people who tend to be more traditional that you know could be kind of, you know, letting their freak flag fly. And it, I, I know that sounds sexual when I say it, but it really doesn't have to be connected to that. When I say let your freak flag fly, it's 1111, by the way, y'all. So it's a, and whenever it's an angel number show up and I'm talking, I let whoever I'm talking to know that it's, it's a message coming through. And when I say let your freak flag fly, I mean the very thing I was talking to y'all about as, as a preview to this year, and it's retrograde coming up in our week ahead. When I say let your freak flag fly, I mean that fingerprint. The thing that makes you uniquely you, the thing that makes you weird, your fingerprint, because there ain't another one like it. So that's what I mean. Let that unique originality fly. Let it shine. It's Leo season. It's time to let that sucker be on stage with the spotlight and be proud of it. It's no longer time to hide that in the shadows. And when I say that, I mean that same energy of that five of swords. It's time to stand up. The same energy in the queen of swords. It's time to speak up and speak out. With that, when, I, when I tell you it's an opportunity, it's a sex talk, I'm telling you that will be rewarded more so than status quo and keeping the same routine you've had for the last 30 years. That's not being rewarded in this season with a sun, moon, uh, new moon square to Uranus, with Uranus stationing retrograde, with a quarter moon coming up, with Venus, sex, Venus, the very energy that's bringing the ease, the comfort, and the pleasure, sextiling the planet of change, sextiling the planet of bringing opportunity to the planet of your unique, individual, authentic self coming out. On the, the curtains being pulled back and the spotlight is on. So if you have Venus where you're in this in your natal chart, like Lenny Kravitz, come on, Freak Flag, Rosa Parks, come on, individuality, she wouldn't worry. Nina Simone, very individualistic. Willow Smith, A. Marie, Isaac Hayes, Sarah Vaughn, Marion Jones. If you were born with this aspect, okay, this is going to have a very good influence on your social life, on your love life, on your... Venus also talks about creativity, okay? Creative and artistic. It rules art and beauty. These people, people with Venus, Uranus aspects in their chart, they tend to be really unique beauties. They're not conventional beauties. They're unconventional beauties. Beauties nonetheless, okay? They, these people tend to be trend setters. They don't, they not dressed like everybody else, and they ain't worried about what you think about it neither. So um, Willow Smith, that's so funny. So then we move into on uh, July the 30th, we move, you know what, let me take us through Wednesday. We got some time left. Let me take us through Wednesday uh, to at least make sure I can carry y'all through till I get back on the show next week. I really be trying to broadcast on Wednesdays, y'all. This eclipse season ain't no punk. Third house is ruled by Mercury. That means you tend to be really busy when you're having a third house transit because third house rules your schedule and it'll be filled up. And so, um, but I, I haven't been missing a week. It just don't always end up being on Wednesday. So y'all just excuse me. Know that I want to come to y'all every Wednesday. 
but I definitely going to keep coming every week. Um, let me get through Wednesday, and I see a couple of more hands raised, and I'll check back on those other phone lines as well. All right, so then we get with the moon still in Scorpio, Venus has sextile Uranus, and then Sunday later in the rising, 1023 a.m. Central, we get that first quarter moon in Scorpio, okay? Whew. That's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to a head now. Now think about a square. Think about the corner of, the, of a wall where two walls meet in your house, right? You got two walls going in opposite directions. They're going in cross directions, not opposite, but they're cross purposes. If the wall kept going, they would make an X across, right? And so this first quarter moon in Scorpio, something's probably going to come to a head, especially because this is Scorpio, and Scorpio is talking about that power. Scorpio is talking about that control. Everybody can't be the chief. Okay? And it might be a, a challenge. If you might end up squaring off with somebody or having an opportunity to. I hope you don't. I hope you choose uh, uh, an inventive, higher, outside-of-the-box, creative, self-disciplined, queen of swords, alternate route. Uranus talks about alternatives, okay? But this uh, first quarter moon in Scorpio is going to be super strong, especially with sun still be in the line with Mars at the time. So our, the fight is going to be in us. And that Scorpio finger is going to be ready to tap something. <laughs> okay, Scorpio can be a real vicious energy, especially if you're not vibrating high and you're just ready to sting somebody. You just stay ready, ready to sting instead of ready to the higher vibration of Scorpio, which is to transform, ready to transform, ready to go deep within yourself, ready to go deep inside of your psychology and see why you're so worked up, deep inside of your ego and see what you're really mad about, really upset about, which is why you really want to manipulate a particular situation or control somebody as opposed to controlling yourself and manipulating things with you that allow you to transform. Scorpio is that energy where you you have an opportunity to transform from a caterpillar to a butterfly. You don't have to slide around on your belly all your life. You can take flight and rise above the BS. Scorpio is that energy where we're rising from the ashes like a phoenix. Yeah, we may have got burnt up in in the cross, cross, square, challenge, fire, but we can rise up out of that stronger than before. I'm not saying run away from challenges. I dare not say that. It's impossible to run away from all challenges. I would never suggest that to anybody. I'm suggesting that when presented with a challenge, rise above it. When presented with a square, be willing to turn a corner. What you going to do, just hit your head, keep hitting your head? No, I want this wall to go away. If I keep hitting enough times, it will go away. I'm going to use my power and my control and my manipulation, and I'm going to be obsessive about it. More Scorpio keywords, obsessive, low vibrational, jealous, low vibrational. This is a potential stalking energy. Oh, he's not going to pick up the phone? I'm going to go by his house. No, 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 no. 
If he not picking up the phone, call somebody that will pick up the phone. If he not picking up the phone, do something that don't involve having to wait on somebody to pick up a phone. Take that element out of it completely. We're talking about squares to Uranus here and Uranus energy and Uranus retrograde and and thinking outside of the box, doing something different than you've always done it because that's not going to work in the season we're going into. It's not going to work as we're closing out the seasons we're coming out of. You may not... You may have to close things out differently than you've closed them out before. Well, usually I just stop calling, or usually I just, you know, stop going around. You may have to do a ritual this time and burn something to let the universe know you're dead serious. It's over. Encouraging y'all to think creatively. That's what Leo season is about. By all means, it's Leo season if you're feeling passionate about something, and you and we're supposed to be living from an open heart, by all means, indulge that energy. But does somebody have to get hurt in that process? Does somebody have to be stalked in that process? Do you have to manipulate or exert power or control over somebody deviantly and dominantly in that process? Turn that inward. That's what Uranus retrograde is going to do. It's going to end turn energy inward and put it on us, make it real uncomfortable to keep doing the same dumb shit, expecting different results. You want to have fun this Leo season? I was telling y'all leading all the way up to Leo season. I said, God damn it, don't let Leo season come, and you're not able to live out loud. You're not able to access Leo funds. You're not able to access Leo allowing your inner child to come out and play. Leo rules games. Leo rules sports. Leo rules risk and speculation, gambling. Come on. Uh, just passion and, and drama. Not the drama where it, you're being overly dramatic and causing issues, but the drama of just being a little extra, and it's okay. That's why I said you may want to be around some people that know you real well this weekend, that know your level of passion, and it don't frighten them or scare them, because this is, this part of the moon in Scorpio is real. Okay, so we got the moon in Scorpio, which is one wall, right? And then we got the sun in Leo, which is the other wall, and they're coming Ahead, you got this Leo passion, you got this Leo open heart, you got this Leo energy, excitable, childlike energy on a low vibration. It may be childish energy that you notice in yourself or another that could be squaring off against you. And then you got the Scorpio energy that wants to transform, that wants to dominate. And so, on the highest vibration, what you're going to see play out. If you're doing, you know, I say loosely if you're doing it right, the highest vibration can manifest in a myriad of beautiful, powerful ways. So this is just one of them. But the Leo confident, you ain't never met a Leo that didn't know that they was the stuff. So think about that when you think about Leo, self-confident, self-reliant. You ain't wait this, that same Queen of Swords energy almost where you're not really waiting on nobody to get it popping. You're not waiting on nobody to have some fun. You're not waiting on nobody to be to allow this romantic 
um, passionate nature to shine through. And then that being coupled with the Scorpio energy that talks about healing, transformation, and renewal, okay? So as things come up, I told y'all in the Scorpio energy where this very um, quarter moon is happening, some things from, from way down deep in your emotions, from way down deep in your psychology may come up for review. It may come up to be dealt with. It may be triggered by someone else, just like this square possibly suggests where the conflict maybe isn't within you, but it is with somebody else. Let it come up. Try, just try this out. Let it come up. Let the anger come up. Let the frustration come up. And don't slice the head off, okay? Is that possible? It's, it almost is reminding me of an old Bible verse. Be angry, but don't sin. Nobody said it was a sin to be angry, and I don't even believe in none of that BS anymore. But it's ringing really similar to this quarter moon and Scorpio energy, so I feel the need to kind of utilize that as an analogy. Don't try to suppress it. Don't try to keep it down. If it's crying, I don't give a damn. If you got something hanging between your legs, let the shit out. It's coming up for a reason to be dealt with. If you don't want to deal with it, you will be dragged. If you don't want to deal with it, you will be dominated. If you don't want to deal with it, it will deal with you. If you don't want to deal with it, it's going to burst out in some form or fashion anyway. Let it come up. Let it come out. Make sure, try to make sure you're in the safety and the security of people who can support you through such a healing process, or once again, you may want to be alone this weekend. And don't be alone in the depths of dark. Don't be alone in low vibrational. Don't be alone, <laughs> and you know, with a bottle of gin and goddamn, you know, whatever else you could just destroy your body with. Be alone and be ready for all this stuff to come up and come out so you can do something with it. Be alone and have a tape recorder on deck. Be alone and have a journal on deck. Be alone and have, you know, have you plenty of water on deck. Scorpio is a water sign. Drink you plenty of water this weekend and early next week. That's another thing that cools off a lot of this heat and fiery energy. Keep cool. It's hot as hell outside on top of that. Keep hydrated. It sounds like what the hell does that have to do with emotions and Mars? And it? Trust me. I've lived through enough of these seasons, observed it in myself and others. It helps. I got a mama's baby telling me right now today that's been a key to them staying on top of a lot of strong energy in their life. Staying hydrated, it makes a difference. I'm saying it for a reason. This quarter moon in Scorpio is about healing. If you do it right, you can gain a lot from it and take it with you on your journey to this full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius that's coming up. If you don't do it right, by the time we get to the full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius, you might have something unexpected and sudden occur that you don't want. So I'm telling y'all, it hasn't been easy since we've been 
this whole road to the eclipses that we've been on, ain't nothing about it been easy. But if we continue to, you don't just lay down and, oh, the eclipse is coming. I can't do nothing about it. I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be a goddamn tsunami. And you, no, we get ahead of it. That's why y'all stay connected to Mama Dada Astrology with your world healer is because we stay ahead of these energies. We see them coming. That's why I keep y'all ahead. We see them coming and we make a decision. Okay, something's going to pop off. It's going to arouse my strong emotions, five of cups. That's why it came up because the cards don't lie. And I'm going to, when these strong emotions come up, I'm going to need to not focus on the spilled milk. I'm going to need to not focus on the stuff that's already occurred because I can't do a goddamn thing about that. I'm going to need to focus on whatever comes up, bubbling from beneath the surface, from intensely deep down. Whatever comes up or pops off with somebody else bringing something to me, challenging me, squaring off with me, I'm, I need to step outside. See, this, these floors energy is the air. That's the objective detached energy where you can, just like I said, distance yourself from the battlefield, withdraw your energy in that moment. I know it's going to be hard. You ain't got to tell me. <laughs> I'm in the middle of some ish right now and having to take my own advice. I ain't got time to be fighting nobody. I got things to do. And withdrawing is the energy from the situation. Long enough. Keep you some water on deck. I promise you, I've done it. When you take that water, take you a big gulp. Take you a big gulp, and it'll give you the wherewithal to slow that energy down long enough to think. When you slow the energy down long enough to think, then that's when you can allow yourself to ask yourself, what do I want to do with this? Do I need to, if it's involving another person, do I need to remove myself from this situation and think alone outside of the heat of this situation? Do I need to cool it down even further? If you're by yourself and stuff is coming up, and before you get to pulling out razor blades, I'm just saying, and I'm not trying to make light of it, I'm saying when intense emotions come up and you're not thinking, you can do something rash. You can have an accident this year in this energy to manifest as something sudden and unexpected and a low vibrational sudden and unexpected. Give yourself a buffer. You're not in a hurt. You're not being forced to make a decision right now. One thing that it is good for, this Sun-Mars conjunction energy, because it can be so impulsive, if there is a situation in your life that you do need to take action on, I'm still suggesting and encouraging you to think, to make a, a quality decision, a mature decision, a witty decision, a, a disciplined decision, but I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting that you make it from a detached, when I say detached and objective, I'm saying take yourself out. Act like it's not even you. Act like you're on the outside looking in. Now, what would I tell her to do if I was looking at her? You know what I'm saying? What would I tell myself to do if I wasn't me? I would tell myself, slow down, okay? Slow down and think. 
Mercury's in Virgo now. The devil's in the details. Take it point by point. That's why I'm saying you may need to be alone. If you're in the company of somebody else and they charge you up, you may need to, you know what, <laughs> before I swing on your tail, let me take a time out and think it through. I may come back to swing on your tail. <laughs> I'm just playing. Don't, don't swing on nobody, please, y'all. Make a mature decision, okay? Utilize your ability. The Queen of Swords talks about ability. That's the two cups that's left. It's something valuable left. What is it? First quarter moon in Scorpio, I just told y'all Scorpio is about excavating, going deep and researching and diving deep to see what you can pull out that's valuable so you can share that with somebody else. I'm telling y'all that whatever we're doing right now is affecting us six months from now. What story do you want to be telling six months from now? Well, yeah, that happened, and I just, I just I hit a wall and I broke my hand in five places and had to have surgery. I was just upset. I was mad. No, you don't want to tell that dumbass story. You want to say, you know what? I was fired up, but I thought about it. I lined up what I could, my different uh, options. I, I thought outside of the box. I didn't just do my regular go-to, okay, slapper. I thought outside of the box, and I ended up doing something very powerful, and now I'm in a position to share that with other people. That's Scorpio energy, too, sharing resources, sharing deeply. All right, let's get to Wednesday. Um, Monday, later in the rising, still early rising, though, 6, 10 a.m. Central, moon sextile Pluto for 24 hours, y'all. We haven't had a... a uh, um, void moon this long in a while, so pay attention. All day Monday, the moon is going to be void. So, yes, we're still in a new moon season. You should still continue to plant seeds, initiate actions and, and, and uh, intentions, but know that this is a sensitive area with the moon void that you should be finishing up things that you started. Don't do something super, super, duper brand new like you wouldn't have an interview on Monday. If you got an interview scheduled for Monday, push it out to Tuesday. You don't want to make any presentations on Monday. You don't want to have that all-important conversation on Monday. That ain't the day to have it. Um, yeah. What else do I want to say about that? This review, this is the, the Mercury still in Virgo at this time. That supports this uh, void moon energy of reviewing the thing, refining the thing. If you do want to have an all-important conversation, guess what? Venus goes into Cancer a little later that day, and it will be in Cancer for a while after that. So maybe it will be better to have it a, a super-duper important conversation after then anyway. Maybe some stuff pops off at the quarter moon in Scorpio, and after the moon is out of void while it's in cancer will be a good time to intend to smooth it over, okay? That's kind of how you have to think about these things. It's not like the moon's void, I can't do anything. No, you just want to be strategic. You don't want to uh, initiate something powerful and significant. You don't want to make a major purchase on Monday because you're probably going to be dissatisfied with it or it might not turn out like you thought it would. That's why you don't want to have an interview because it might not turn out like you want it to. All right, 9.54 a.m. Central, yes, on Monday, Venus finally enters Cancer. And so um, 
Cancer's moody. It's known for being a moody energy, but Venus is bringing the ease to it, okay? And so Cancer, once again, is this energy where it's, if you're around people that support you, it don't matter if you're moody because they already know you are moody. Self is moody anyway. You, cancer is the people that feel like family, that feel like home. Being at home within yourself if you're not around nobody. Cancer is how you feel at home and comfortable and familiar with your own self. It's your emotional inner foundation that we strengthen and support you. If there ain't nobody else there to support you, it's a real protective energy, a nurturing energy. That's why the mother is ruled by cancer and the breath. You're nurturing yourself if it ain't, if it ain't nobody around to nurture you. And Venus going here says it should be a little easier to do that. should be a little easier to nurture others, especially these cancer others, these family others, these people that feel like family others, these people that support us others. It should be easier to be tender towards them and tender towards our own self, show our own self some love and some PLC. So that's the energy that we're stepping into with Venus entering cancer. Um, Some of the traits of people with Venus and cancer, which can help kind of describe the energy, is sensitive, intuitive, Intuitive, even if they're not necessarily nurturing, they can they feel you. Because I think about the fact that people like Trump <laughs> were born with Venus and Cancer, so it's not necessarily that these people are sensitive, but they they do tend to be intuitive. Barack Obama has Venus and Cancer, Halle Berry, Lindsey Kravitz, O.J. Simpson, Iman, the model, Notorious B.I.G., Lauren Hill, Grace Jones, Haile Selassie the first, Idris Elba, Andre 3000, and Josephine Baker. Um, loving, affectionate, dependable, protective, and cautious, okay? Um, Let's see. Yeah, there's going to be a a strong urge to tend to and care for others in this um, coming Venus and Cancer season, which should really bode well for all this intensely strong, passionate, powerful, you know, um, courageous, uh, assertive energy to kind of tend to at least those that are closest to us in in a more nurturing way, okay? Um, Venus does rule, govern money and values, and cancer is related to home, is related to physical houses and real estate. So um, while Venus is in cancer, if you got anything going on with that, or even the Venus, the, I told y'all Venus governs the art and the beauty, so the art and the beauty of your home. It should be a good time to put, you know, some energy there. Hey, if, uh, you know, folks is acting up, it's eclipse time and Uranus is going retrograde and everybody ain't vibrating high, hey, you can put your energy into nurturing yourself, tending to your home, tending to those who are supportive and loving in your life, okay? It is a good time to have an intimate conversation, um, uh, this is kind of like a cuddle energy. You know, I told you all about the baby on the mother's breast, so that, that energy is going to be really strong. Um, if you're single and looking, this is a good energy to get with somebody under because it, it, they will tend the energy surrounding the, the relationship, depending on the other factors involved. I also do synastry and compatibility charts, um, composites. Um, depending on other factors, this 
could definitely be a good time to um, get into a relationship. And also with Mercury in the retrograde zone, y'all already know when Mercury retrograde pops off, them exes probably don't come back. <laughs> they probably don't come back around. So this time around, every time Mercury retrogrades, Venus is not in Cancer. So this particular time around, who knows? I'm not going to say one way or the other. I'm just saying it could be a little more loving, a little more tender, a little more nurturing. The energy is there, okay? Um, I wanted to give y'all some Uranus retrograde keywords. I'm going to go into y'all next week. Um, I've got one more thing to mention, and then I'm going to check in on the phone lines. Um, Tuesday, August the 1st, 7.01 a.m., the moon enters Sagittarius. You know what? Before I do that, let me just give it real quick for each sign where to look out for this Venus and Cancer energy to show up. The energy, I'm, I'm going to tell you where it's going to be. So you can, if I tell you it's the fifth house, then, yeah, it's probably going to be a romantic look, and it's fifth house for Pisces. Why don't I just kill the suspense there and let you know that Venus is in Cancer for Pisces. And so for you, you definitely are, Pisces are going to be able to access more of your creative, affectionate, fun-loving, romantic, and playful nature. Fifth house is the house of Leo, the very energy that we're in the season of right now. Fifth house doesn't have to just be romantic Pisces. So anybody that you enjoy being with, enjoy spending time with, once again, keyword for Leo and fifth house is fun and enjoyment by all means. Um, for cancers, of course, Venus and Cancer is going through your first house. It's the house of you. It's the house of self. So you definitely want to be tending to and nurturing and loving on and being compassionate and listening to your own self and what you need and, and what you're sensing. In the first house, you're very sensitive. You're keenly aware of everything in your immediate environment. So make sure if anybody fooling with you, that they recognize and realize that you got Venus in your sign right now and you shining, the, the, the ease and the beauty is, is all up on your aura, and you ain't got time for nothing else other than that. It's peace or nothing at all when it's coming to you. Peace and all things are pleasant and pleasurable, okay, Cancer? Libra, for you, um, this is uh, impacting your 10th house of your goals and where you're headed and success and ambition, okay, and impressions on people. You're likely to make really good impressions on people, the right people, the people you need to make good impressions on, okay, Libra? So, you know, as it relates to your public responsibility and, you know, you being seen and acknowledged and and, and, uh um, um, rewarded and recognized, you know, that energy is really right for you. Tenth house is the house of karma. So the things, that, the, the things that you've done that deserve, you know, to be beautifully recognized, they will be likely in this season ahead. Capricorn, for you, this is all about your partnership. It does not have to be romantic. Anybody in a one-on-one type of situation where you partnered up with, do business with, um, consult with. Um, this should be very beautiful. The seventh house is already a house that's ruled by Venus. So anywhere you need to compromise, um, b- uh, balance things out, uh, be tactful and di- diplomatic, 
you got you got plenty of access to it. People are probably really going to enjoy being around you while Venus is in Capricorn, okay? Um, let 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 others let others have their time. Like the beauty is gonna be revealed in others, okay? And just enjoy them. Just enjoy other people's Capricorn, okay? Um you go, Venus gonna be in your sign. <laughs> you're gonna get your turn. Aquarius, for you, Venus is in that sixth house, so you should really be enjoying your work. You know, this loving, nurturing energy as it comes to relates to work. This would be a season, Aquarius, where you probably mess around and bring some home baked cookies to work or something like that. It's kind of that energy. Um, people, six houses also people that provide services for you. So if you feel inclined to, you know, be loving and affectionate as it relates to uh, people that provide services for you, the mailman, you know, people in the grocery store that serve you, you know, be, you, you will be more inclined to be uh, Venusian and, and kind to them. Uh, Gemini, second house, Venus in the money house, baby. All right, Gemini, get your monkeys, hunty. So Venus brings the love, brings the uh, the ease and the comfort. And one of the ways it brings ease and comfort, especially going through a money house, Gemini, is to uh, add to the stability of your finances, your personal finances. So monitor, Gemini, your point of attraction. Make sure you're vibrating high because you're going to attract you, what the, the vibe you give out is what's going to come back to you. And while Venus is in a money house, it will be a sad, sad thing to miss out on your monkeys because you're vibing low on that second house. Uh, you know, this is the energy, Gemini, where somebody could spoil you. You know, you're, you're in line to attract that. But it's also an energy where somebody could ground you. Somebody could be very reliable. Um, you could definitely feel the need to indulge yourself. And for the most part, in this season, Gemini, that should be okay. By all means, indulge your senses. Taurus, third house for you, Venus, um, in Cancer Transit, uh, you're definitely more loving communication. Third house, I mentioned that to you all before, communication. This Mercury ruled house, so conversations that are easier. <laughs> If you have a rough quarter moon in Scorpio, you definitely, and Venus rules your sign, Taurus, so you're going to be coming off as more loving and nurturing and, and compassionate and understanding when it comes to your method and modes of communication as well as travel. Travel, I know Mercury's doing 85 things as it's entering this retrograde season, but um, it should be a little bit easier for you. Virgo, 11th house, that's the house of friends. Uh, definitely Venus sextiling Uranus. Uranus governs the 11th house. Um, Venus going into Cancer in your 11th house. It should be very easy during the season for you to make friends. If you need to revitalize a friendship, Mercury is going retrograde. Hey, Mercury rules your sign too. You could re- this should be an energy where you could revitalize a friendship. Um, definitely, Virgo, it should be easier for you. Venus, in your 11th house of Uranus, it should be easier for you to step outside of your comfort zone and try something different and step outside of, think outside of the box, okay? It should be easier for you as it relates to anything governing the future as well Um, and anything humanitarian. It should be easier for you to contribute on a humanitarian basis or level. For Leo... 
Venus going through Cancer is your 12th house. So that's this house that talks about behind the scenes and you spending time alone. I know it doesn't sound that fun, but just like um, Cancer that's having it in the first house, it just it, it's more about you. It's more about the Venusian energy of being in Cancer, you tending to yourself, you tending to your spiritual needs, you tending to, uh, you know, you may need both houses or houses of ending. It may, it may be easier for you to end something, Leo, with Venus going through your 12th house. Um, uh, it may be easier for you to kind of keep feelings and things to yourself. Make sure you're getting indulging your emotions some kind of way. It may be through spiritual means. Both houses also also the house of meditation. So consider that. Connect with your spiritual self and tend to yourself in those ways. Sagittarius, last but not least, Venus going through Cancer is highlighting your eighth house, this Scorpio house that we've been this Scorpio energy we've been talking about. So. Uh, Venus going through there should actually just bring some ease and comfort there. So things of a psychological nature, things that are deep and intense and deeply emotional. If you've been going through um, a lot of this strong emotional energy that I've been describing, Sagittarius, while Venus is in Cancer, it should help that. People that you share deep emotional bonds with, it should help you come to a better understanding as you deal with them. Eighth house is a house that talks about very serious matters, getting to the heart of situations and growing closer in your deep, intimate bonds with others. Venus there should make that a lot easier, especially going through cancer where it's a nurturing energy instead of this destructive, manipulative energy, okay? Woo, woo. The last thing I have to say before we hit the phone lines um, and wrap up is that the moon enters Sagittarius on Tuesday August the 8th, speaking of, August the 1st, <laughs> speaking of Sagittarius at 7.01 a.m. Central, we're going to be coming up out of this moon in Scorpio deep energy. Thank God Sagittarius is going to lift us up, and we're going to go from being emotionally satisfied to go extra super deep and intense into being emotionally satisfied and craving. We'll probably be craving it by Tuesday rising. Um you know, a lighter energy of adventure, a lighter energy of optimism and positivity, a lighter energy of being free. We done gone deep. We're good on that. Now we want to go high. We want to go far. We want to want to go wide. We want to expand. Okay, we want to see the big picture. Okay, now we dug all this deep, intense stuff up. We've gone extreme with our emotions. How does this play into the big picture? How does this play into the larger scope of what's going on in our life? When you're going deep and you're getting intense and you're researching, you can get really tunnel vision. But coming up out of that on Tuesday rising, you'll probably rise up on Tuesday feeling lit up, okay, ready to um, advance. Okay, we've gone deep. We're good on that. Now we want to go forward. Now now we want to advance. Um, and now we want to aim at something. Now we'll probably take this really the strong emotions, Mars and Scorpio, Five of Cups, and you know, Sagittarius has that bow and arrow, right? 
So it's going to want to aim at something like, now where do we go? Where do we go now that we, especially if you mess around and have a successful, what could be deemed in terms as a successful quarter moon in Scorpio where you didn't slice nobody head off, head did not roll. <laughs> you took advantage of the energy to turn a corner that facilitated healing, turn a corner that facilitated you thinking outside the box to do something else and creative with what came, whatever came up. Okay, now you, you're, you're pumped a little bit because you're like, oh, shit, I did that. Now what? And so you're taking that arrow and you're aiming it at something. Sagittarius is about learning new things. Sagittarius is about having new experiences. Sagittarius is about seeing things from a new perspective. Sagittarius is about waxing philosophical. You may come up out of Scorpio energy with a whole new philosophy and surprise your own self like, damn, I ain't never thought like that before, but this is, I like this. It feels kind of good. So get ready for a fresh experience as you're going through the moon in Sagittarius over the time of um, starting on Tuesday and then Thursday. Um, I, I should be back on the air by Wednesday to really – Go in. I I can't say I haven't really gone in on this year in this retrograde already, but let me mention this before I hit the lines. Um, this is a refresher. Uranus wants you to express your authentic self, and maybe this last this first quarter moon in Scorpio is the corner you needed to turn in order to meet yourself. Your your the intensity of yourself, the depth of yourself, the psychology, the deep psychology of yourself for this last little turn before this Uranus retrograde energy hits, okay? Um, this last little turn before this full moon lunar eclipse in Aquarius hits this ruled by Uranus. So it's almost the, a precipitating change, a change that previews and is a prelude to even more change. The changes is not stopping right now, y'all. It ain't like, okay, we got this quarter moon, okay, now we feel changing. Nope. After the quarter moon, you got Uranus station in retrograde. Whenever a planet stations, there is a strong energy relating to all of the things that that planet governs at the time of station. So I'm here to tell you, in advance or ahead of time, that Thursday, August the 3rd, 1.31 a.m. Central, you're just going to station retrograde. And all things related to sudden and unexpected change, you, can, you may be, <laughs> I don't want to scare you or anything. I'm saying it could play out in so many ways. If you don't want it to play out in a way you don't want or don't like, you may want to initiate it yourself in a way you do like. Because Uranus can talk about breaking up. Uranus can talk about making up. Maybe you've been broke up. And somebody, I told you I'm Mercury in the retrograde zone. Somebody may swoop up out of nowhere and be like, I want another chance with you, please. Like, where the hell did you come from? I ain't talked to you in three months. You could change jobs, a change of job. A move can happen, a shake up. Something better. Don't if you vibrating them. Oh, something bad gonna happen. I wonder what's gonna happen. Then something bad gonna happen. You gonna have a self fulfilling prophecy. 
you might want to say, you know what, something great is going to happen. And you know why? Because I'm going to initiate it. Take that. Plan you something around that time. Be Let this energy of change that's leading up to it get you in that zone of initiating it yourself. Uranus represents invention, revolution, higher awareness, things that are erratic, and, and the effect of it can be erratic. It, to others, it can seem erratic, or to you, depending on how it's coming, if you're letting it come at you or if you're coming at it. Unpredictable, shocking. Look at you. Look, I don't want to say your president. <laughs> Let me not do that. Um, the current president-elect has a strong year in his placement in his chart. I'm almost positive that it's conjunct his son. And it, you see how these keywords kind of relate to him. Shocking. Look, you grabbing pussies right now? Shocking. Like, where the heck did that come from? That's this year in its energy. I'm just describing the energy, y'all. And so um, the key here is going to be expressing your authentic self. If you're expressing your authentic self and you're staying in tune with the internal, you're in this retrograde means retrograde means just being internalized. You're not going to be able to fight the changes anymore. It's going to be coming from the inside out. Okay, you're not going to change. You're going to be feeling real uncomfortable. And because you're feeling real uncomfortable, it's going to be in your aura. And because the uncomfortability is going to be in your aura, that's going to be your point of attraction, and you're going to attract some dumb shit. Because instead of you taking that energy of uncomfortability and letting it out of your aura, doing something with it, you're going to attract some dumbness that's going to be shocking and erratic and unpredictable, and chaotic, and anxiety-ridden, and make you nervous, and irritable, and agitated. If you receive, Uranus is about those intuitive hits, the eureka moments, the flashes of awareness and insight. You have your aha moment, follow that. Follow, let that be the initiating energy that you follow. Don't, don't have the nerve to have a eureka moment and be like, eh, what if George Washington Carver would have did that? We wouldn't have all the beautiful inventions. We would have still just been looking at a peanut, wondering what the hell we can do with a damn nut. If a, if a genius strike hits you, follow that down. It may lead you to a hundred different new ways to do something. You can take spread that out all over the five whole months that Uranus is going to be retrograde. It don't have to be sweeping changes, y'all. You can take it baby steps. You're not going to change your whole life in one day and what you're going to do the rest of the five months. But you can change your mind. You can change your behavior. You can change one thing at a time, little by little, but get intimately acquainted and comfortable with the idea of change. It's going to be around for a while. Uranus also governs this humanitarian energy. That's why it rules groups and networking and friendship. So to the degree that you're staying connected, maybe it's a group, a support group in a way that you need to initiate and facilitate change um, that helps you along your your journey of change. I know i got like seconds to go, and I apologize. Call it from the 561. Are you there? Were you still wanting to mention something? Okay, okay. 
So if you accidentally press one, it's just going to keep showing up on my screen that you want to say something. Whew, y'all, I got that out. I got that out. And all week ahead, we got this five of cups that wants you to recognize that all is not lost. Something valuable is left, and two cups are worth doing something with. You act like it ain't nothing if you want to, and you really don't. You're going to have five spilled over cups. And the Queen of Swords is saying that we got to be mature. we got to make a different decision. we got to rely on ourselves and our ability. We are enough. We can do it. We can take our authentic self and do amazing, inventive, wonderful things. We can make history with it, y'all. All right, y'all stay connected. I got links in the description box. I love y'all, and I appreciate y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And I'll talk to y'all next week. Happy Leo New Moon season. Happy year in the special grade. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.